cliffcentral.com. Let's uh, change, yeah. uh, change the subject this morning because George Meany is here from Auto Trader. George, of course, the CEO of Auto Trader. It's good to see you, George. And George, when hey. he's on the show, means it's the last little bit of our Friday morning, and it's time to find out about what's going on with cars, with our roads, with the petrol price, with all of the stuff that affects you and me, and everything to do with cars. The CEO of Auto Trader, George Meany, what do you have to tell us today? Hey Gareth, how's it? How's it? And that was that was hey, a really George. funny, uh, uh, funny segment. I am flipping, killing myself laughing. Joey is Joey is um, the best. He's the best. Joey, I I, I, I'm I'm considering going to do Joey's courses. Yeah, I think we should all. Do um, What's happening, George? So the, the the driver's license renewal backlog. I don't know if you read uh, Gareth has been cleared. So. Um, the uh, Road Traffic Management Corporation has cleared the backlog, and it should now take you about six weeks to get your driver's license. George, <laughs> don't laugh, Joey. I went on Friday last week, and I collected my driver's license card. It arrived, and I am so impressed. So it's going to be another five years until I have to do that again. I don't know why they don't just make it ten years, George. Is there a reason? Um, I think it has something to do with uh, tax, um, you know, because Make you've got to pay every five years. Right. But uh, the uh, civil society group AFRI Forum is trying to push back and change the five years to ten years. I agree. I think it should be ten years. It's stupid. But anyway, I've got mine, so I'm thrilled. Remember I told you I had a great experience there? Well, fetching it was also easy, and it just depends which one you go to. Some of these driver's license places are very good. Some of them are absolutely cuck. So if you end up at a cuck one, I'm very sorry, but I got mine, and I'm thrilled. So I'm glad that they've cleared the backlog. Good news. That's very good news. Uh, let's hopefully, hopefully they keep the backlog cleared. Um, and then you're into chemistry, Gareth. Sure. Um, and uh, you probably know something about solid-state batteries. Um, which replaces the electrolyte inside. Every battery's got uh, a liquid um, uh, chemical that transfers uh, uh, the electrons between the anode and the cathode. Mm -hmm. And uh, solid-state batteries apparently now have been researched to reduce its carbon footprint by almost 30%. Hmm. So uh, um, a lot of uh, OEMs are doing studies into when solid-state batteries could become the de facto uh, battery inside an electric vehicle because of this uh, carbon footprint. Well, George, they've just done some <clears throat> some interesting research in the U.S., and this is going to piss off the environmentalists, but apparently um, air conditioning in America accounts for 17% of, and they're going through a heat wave in parts of Europe and America right now, so air conditioning is on everybody's mind. So air conditioning uses about 17% of the total amount of power in each average household in America, 17%. Do you wow. know how much it would cost if every household in America also plugged in their car to charge it, if they were using an EV? Um, based on my own EV, my house consumption doubled. Yeah. So, so I, use, I use 20 kilowatt hours per day, between 20 right. and 25 kilowatt hours per day. Uh, uh, that's gone to 50 kilowatt hours per day based right. on Right. So what you've just proven is exactly the point. So I just want to remind the environmentalists, if we all drive electric vehicles, which is what Pete Buttigieg, who's the national secretary in the U.S. of transport, he says, oh, don't worry about this fuel price thing, people. Just buy an EV. So, I mean, that's just nonsense because you'll double the amount of energy you use in your house and while we're all fans of evs i don't see a problem with them if you double the, the the amount of power that you need in your house 
which in this country means you, <laughs> if we have to increase by another 100% the amount of power, that's not going to end up uh, being a very good solution for us, is it? Well, there's another problem, Gareth, and this wasn't on what I was going to talk about this morning, but there is a there is another problem, um, and, and this is getting too, too technical. But um, every single house in South Africa that has a single phase uh, line to that house um, has a maximum of 63 amp breaker in the uh, distribution board. Now, um, simple maths uh, says that uh, 63 amps multiplied by the voltage delivery, which is 230 volts, gives mm -hmm. you a maximum number of watts that you can pull mm -hmm. out of that house, yep. which if you take 63 amps multiplied by 230 uh, volts, gives you about so anywhere between 13 and a half to 15 kilowatts at any one time. That's the peak. So, In other words, um, those I, houses it, wouldn't be able to charge their cars and have power for the house. Well, it depends on how much how much power you use. So if you're if you're running your stove, uh, your geezer, um, uh, your lights and plugs, and you plug your EV in, chances are you're going to go over the 63 amps. So we have another problem inside houses um, when yeah. it comes to EVs. So in other words, like let's not all jump on this bandwagon just yet. There's a lot of infrastructure that needs to come into play. And ESCOM have obviously also got to get their act together because otherwise we're not going to be able to charge our cars. So these are just the realities. I mean, I know we talk about uh, EVs. We talk about the future. It is going to get better, but I think we've got to be realistic as well. Yep, and uh, you know I'm a big proponent for EVs, but there are realities like you say. Yes, correct. All right, what else you got for so, us? Much more fun topic. Why do birds poop on cars? Oh. <laughs> Go on, Ben. Ben, you, you love that one. No, it, it's, it's Hardy does. Hardy does were made. They're the only ones that escape the prehistoric like uh, meteor attack just so they can crap on our cars. They're the only dinosaurs that remain just for that Jeez. purpose. I, I parked my car at this one spot just a couple of days ago. Now, the car was clean and... I parked it under this tree for probably, oh, George, I don't want to say more than two and a half, three hours. I think pterodactyls must have flown over there. and <laughs> Like, yes, it's Joey, you have no idea how much shit was on my car. When I drove away, it looked like the, there must have been 200 birds who all, out of pure spite, decided to unload on my car. Is there a real reason, George? Absolutely, there is a, there is a reason. So what color was the car, uh, uh, Gareth? Silver. Okay, so a uh, UK um, in, a company did a piece of research on uh, why do birds poop on cars? And it turns out that the color of the car is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So red cars are pooped on most. Okay. And the reason red cars are pooped on most is because they look like ripened fruits and berries. So uh, the, <laughs> the birds come. And oh my sit God! In your car. All right. Um, blue is second in the, uh, on the list because it looks like a watery surface. Mm -hmm. So birds poop on blue cars second, and then silver is third. Um, uh, uh, and the reason silver is third is because birds are a little bit afraid of silver objects. So silver is a, probably a good color of car to drive. Right. Um, but they still poop on them. Black is fourth. And because of the glossy reflective surface, okay. the bird can see itself in the reflective surface. Um, and then the, bird, the, the color that birds poop on the least is green. Hmm. Yes, I've got a green car, George. <laughs> okay, well call. done, Ben. So you, you're going to get <laughs> shat on less than everybody else's cars. Awesome. Okay. So how do you prevent birds from pooping on your car? And maybe this would have been a trick, and you can take this with you next time, Gareth, is put a rubber snake on the roof of your car. <laughs> 
Yo. That that will keep lots of things away. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Let's see if it makes a difference. Why, why is that supposed to scare the birds so they stay away from your car? Well, because uh, they think it's a predator okay. and uh, and and they and they avoid the area. So, All right. <laughs> so put a put a put a, a snake on the roof of your car. And the other thing is, um, if uh, if you can, um, reflective surfaces scare birds away. Mm-hmm. Um, put old CDs to use. Um, I'm not saying hang it in your rearview mirror like some people do, but <laughs> <laughs> I like an old CD hanging from the rearview mirror. What the hell's wrong with that? But you mean you maybe should you should just put a bunch of old CDs in the back window you know on the back thing there that might also do the job exactly all right very good and then then very lastly uh how long can a car stay parked without driving it Mm, i always worry about this like if i go away for a couple of days and i leave my car i always think oh because you know your parents and your grandparents always tell you oh you've got to keep the engine running you've got someone's got to start the engine otherwise the thing's just the battery's gonna die uh what is the truth here so the truth is probably two to three months Wow. Um, okay. That's not because worrying, two but. things two things happen within two to three months. One, the battery does die, uh, and then secondly, the petrol inside the petrol tank reacts with oxygen and then can become useless. Oh, really? Huh. Okay. So it's two months. That's not so bad. Not so bad. If you go away oh. for a couple of days, you don't have to do anything drastic. Well, listen, that's all we got time for this morning. Uh, Joey, always lucky to see you. George, always great to see you too. Ben, we will catch up next week. Have an excellent weekend, everybody. Cliffcentral.com.